welcome to the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, where small business entrepreneurs come discover the strategies, systems, and tools to kick their marketing into high gear. If you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to roll. All right, welcome everybody. This is Eli Delaney, co-founder of YourMarketingUniversity.com and the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, where we do cool interviews with fun people that I meet throughout the world to talk about marketing stuff. Because let's face it, most small business entrepreneurs they they struggle with marketing when it comes to trying to figure out how to get your message out there. We know we need to sell our stuff, plain and simple. But there's that that stipulation, that thing that kind of hangs in there about why marketing has to be hard or complicated or, you know, I've actually, as a speaker, I get out there and I've actually had people say that it's black magic and voodoo before. And I have so much fun with it. And that, I mean, that's why I have this show is basically to talk about how you can get out there, spread your message, get yourself out there in front of more people, become a marketing fiend like I am without having to spend a lot of money, without having to complicate things, and without having to think that it has to be scary or any of that kind of stuff. And today I am really excited because today's show is a long time in the coming. We just keep having this crazy schedule not being able to get together on this. Um, I have Therese Skelly. She's a friend of mine. We met on Facebook several years ago. We've been connected for quite a while. We were probably connected for about six months before I finally actually saw some post that she said she'd put out there and said, hey, you know, it says, you know, whatever it was. I don't remember what that particular post was. But, of course, Facebook says, you know, in Phoenix. And I'm like, wait a minute. Therese is in Phoenix. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, we're, we're across town from each other. And so I reached out. We sat down, had a cup of coffee, and we have been awesome friends since then. I've helped her on some stuff. She's helped me with a lot of stuff. She, I can actually say she is my coach. Had a lot of fun with it. And what Therese does, she is a heart-centered entrepreneur who um, works with amazing entrepreneurs that love what they do. And she blends her background as a psychotherapist, strategist, and business consultant together to help people become more passionate and create businesses that they love. So, Therese, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Eli. And I have to tell you, this weekend, I was back in the original meeting place. I think we met at a Paradise Bakery, and I walked through there, and I, I had a moment of like, oh, my God, this is where I met Eli. And I, mean, I, I, I did. I, I had it because I remember where we were sitting and what we were talking about. And um, so it was really funny when I went there this like a few days ago, and it was, I just had like a deja vu. So how funny that you brought that up again. Cause I, I know. Well, I, I love that because it's, it's amazing how much of a small world we really live in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm used to, I mean, both of us, we're, we're used to dealing with people all over the world so location yeah. isn't an issue but it's fun when you find somebody who's actually right there in your backyard and Way I cool. do remember that conversation yeah. and, and I remember if I remember correctly that conversation led to another um, relationship that we both knew in, in common Adam homie mm-hmm. and, right. yeah. and you're you brought up his name and I'm like hey I know him and we, <laughs> we figured out that we actually <laughs> both knew him very well as well so it's amazing yeah. how that works um, I and know. I've I have to say that that's one of the things about Phoenix that I miss is I don't get to, like, hang out with you face-to-face very much. Yeah, anymore. yeah, I'll have to swing up to Oregon at some point. <laughs> anyway, You so. should. Definitely come up here, but you got to come up in the summer. Um, yeah. <laughs> everybody else always, you know, they, they have this whole it rains all the time thing, and, I'll, and I'll, I'm going to let out a little secret, and everybody listening to it, you're going to, you know, I'm probably going to get in trouble for letting this out, but it doesn't rain as much as they let on. I think that they just try to keep mm. everybody out and hide the, mm. the beauty of it. Ha! 
Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So tell tell everybody a little bit more about your background because I, I kind of gave you just a quick run over, but you've got a pretty pretty cool background in how you got into what you're doing today. Uh, it's a it's a roundabout background. It wasn't a straight path. <laughs> so you know you know one of my brilliances today. I'm really really known for helping people uh, learn how to sell, especially service providers, right? And and the reason that came about is because I sucked at it for so long. And so so you know I was a psychotherapist. You reference that I had a master's degree and I practiced psychotherapy for like 25 years. Eli never took a business class. I never networked. I had no idea. I, I was not a likely candidate. If somebody would have done a profile, they would never have said, oh, sister, you should become a business coach. Be like, I have a background as a criminal justice major. I worked in a prison. I worked in mental mental hospitals. So how I thought that I should go to life coaching and then business coaching, that's not like a <laughs> – like, nobody would see that as like the natural projection of the trajectory, you know. Right. So I just sort of followed – that's kind of one of those – you know, sometimes we end up and say, this is so weird. How did I get here? Well, how I got here is, is just opportunities opened up. And so after uh, therapy world, I moved into life coaching. And then one day I just saw an ad for business coaches wanted. And again, you know, I never read a business book, never, never networked, didn't do anything. I don't know what made me say, oh, hell yeah, I'll try that. I don't know, you know, other than something spiritual because it made no sense rationally. So... I became a business coach, boom, because I got hired to be a business coach, knew nothing about it, so I really dove in, and I've studied with some of the greats, like a lot of the people that are now six and seven figure, like high six, I, I've trained with them, mentored with them, been in their company, and so I got really blessed because I had a wonderful beginning um, foundation from, from these great trainers and mentors, so I really learned the business, like the how-to, how to write copy, how to do branding and positioning and marketing and, you know, what your website should look like. I did that really well. I got that very quickly. But what happened, Eli, is that I couldn't sell anything. It's like I could coach, I could just, I was like a magician coaching you. But if you were in front of me, as, you know, a lot of the coaches do with those free sessions, I couldn't sell anything for months and months and months and months and months. And what I discovered is it because I was a therapist, I kind of had this chip on my shoulder. See, like I sort of thought like, well, only people that have read business books or have MBAs or have been in the business world should really be business coaches. And, and what that led to is while I was brilliant at it, I wasn't owning what I did really well. So I took this really long path. Like I kind of was wandering around. I was telling people I was a marketing consultant and a strategist, and I was doing that okay, but I wasn't really expressing, you know, like really what I'm known for is this mindset stuff. I'm like a freaking ninja at mindset. <laughs> and, and, because and I can, I can verify you, Like, yes, she's a crazy one. Yes, she is. No, seriously, like that, I'm, I'm magical. That's my superpowers of getting people past their block. So a lot of people come to me and they have bought all the blueprints and paid $30,000 with such and such a coach and they, they still aren't making money. And so I can show them why they're not making money, where they're blocked, and I can free them. But my path was a really long one because I didn't understand where I was blocked. It's like I became the poster child for all the work that I do today, right? Like all the things that I teach my clients and shorten their learning curves is because I went through it. So because I didn't own my value, because I didn't understand my differentiator or how to how to stand on a platform and say, this is my piece, and then ultimately and how to sell, 
oh, it took me a lot of extra years. And so that, when I figured it out, finally, you know, today I have a six-figure business. I'm, you know, I, I don't know if I'm the most popular girl in the room, but I get, I, you know, I get asked to speak a lot here and there, and I have a pretty nice reputation following. It's working today, but it took me a long time, and I had to learn through really hard trial and error kind of painful lessons. So now what I do is, I shorten people's learning curve. They come to me and I'm like, oh, sister, you don't need to take three years to figure that out. Boom. <laughs> Let me show you how to make that. Let me show you how to sell. Let me show you how to position yourself. Let me show you how to message. Um, so now I have it integrated. I have it incorporated, like, all the parts of me, the marketing parts, the strategy parts, the in, you know, the inside mindset pieces, the spiritual pieces. It's all one package. But it didn't, it didn't happen very easily and overnight, so that's for sure. Right. Well, and that is, and it's so true. And I, and I love that you shared that story because so many entrepreneurs in every, every aspect that's out there, doesn't matter what industry you're in, mm-hmm. I know so many entrepreneurs that, that started that same basis of, you know, okay, I, I got to figure this out. I don't, I don't get it. And I know yeah. that, you know, even for me, when I started my, my first business, which was my web and graphic design company, I started it out with that whole thing of, okay, I know how to write HTML code and I'm really good at Photoshop. So I'm going to start a business. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I had absolutely no business yeah. skills whatsoever. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah. I didn't even, at the time, I'm pretty sure that I didn't even know what the word entrepreneur was. Okay? <laughs> so that kind of gives you an idea. And now, I, I mean, I live, I live. Yeah, for it's, our, it's our world, yeah. Yeah. But at the time, yeah. I had no clue. I was like, I'm going to start a business because I'm really good at this. And, I, and I've, you know, every boss that I've had has also determined, along with my agreement, that I'm unemployable. So I got to find figure something else out. <laughs> you know, and that's how I started. And so many people start that way. And that's and we we go out there, we have our widget, whatever our widget is, and we're great at it. We're brilliant at it. But then there are those other things. And you did something that I think is really critical that a lot of people do need to stay in touch with. And that's, why I think, one of the reasons why you and I get along so well mm. is you consumed a lot of information mm-hmm. to learn the how-to stuff to get started. Because it is stuff that is very critical. It's very important. And I yes. know a lot of entrepreneurs that don't go that far. Or they, I should say, want entrepreneurs. They think they're going to be an entrepreneur, yeah, but they're just right. not there. They're not willing to take right. that step. And I know one of the things that you helped me with was some of those mindset blocks. Mm-hmm. Because we do have, you know, it doesn't matter how, how many tactics we have. And we, we've, I mean, I've been through, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on various different training programs and coaches and things like that um, over the years. And I know that, um, you know, from the system standpoint, I'm brilliant at it. I mean, mm-hmm. and you and I have worked together. You, you know, you've mm-hmm. seen some You of are. Stuff. Yes, you are. Uh, but then there are those those things of of the basic you know the selling conversation and the the getting over of of really owning what you are brilliant at and I think that is where you shine more than anything else and I think that 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 is the piece that really tends to be missing more than anything else because let's face it when it comes to like you know marketing coaches or business coaches we're all a dime a dozen from that standpoint right 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 but and what what yeah. makes you stand out different is you have those skills but on top of that Plus, what really yeah. stands out for you is that that helping somebody break through those mental blocks that are holding them back yeah you know and it's it's so funny part of what i always um, apologize for Eli and, the, and why I didn't get out there is that thing that today makes me the most brilliant that was the thing that I was apologizing for 
really. So it's it's so crazy because we really we have brilliance, but it comes so easy. So we're like, uh, but who would pay for that? It's not a big deal. And and it, um, I was so honored because I just I just brought in a potential. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to sign up a new client. And he said, FYI, I'm going to interview you, but I'm also interviewing a bunch of other people. And I said, awesome, you should definitely do that. And he writes me back and said, I talked to a whole bunch of other marketing people, and they all know marketing, but they don't have what you have because you do have that mindset piece. <laughs> so, so I thought, oh, I've come full circle. Like I'm, Now I'm known for both. But it's so funny, the thing that I, that I use to diminish my services was, is now it's my greatest gift. You know? And I think we all have a little bit of that. So. Right, and I and I think that that is true, and I love I love the fact that you know you shared that that I can you know he actually was interviewing other people, yeah, yeah, and he found that was the missing piece, mm-hmm. you know, because that that is it's a critical piece because it doesn't matter how great the systems are. I mean, I know like what I teach from a marketing standpoint, I mean, mine is more specific to marketing mm-hmm. strategy, mm-hmm. Uh, but I talk about strategy versus tactic because tactics are a dime a dozen and they're everywhere, and everybody's teaching the the latest greatest how to make your million bucks on Facebook stuff. Uh, but what ends up happening is people invest in those programs, but they haven't done those foundation strategies to, to look at that long term and make sure that they actually are talking to the right people saying the right thing while they're doing it. And that's mm-hmm. where I find mm-hmm. there's that right. missing piece as well. Right. Okay. So so you have you have a formula that you use to help people go through your it's your five steps and I've been through one of your programs actually I've been mm-hmm. through a couple of your programs now um, you know and, and we'll get a chance to talk about about one of them in, in a little bit but you know you've got your five step system so let's talk about that for a little bit yeah. I want to I want to share that yeah yeah everybody. so this is super super important obviously I mean you could be a brilliant marketer and when you get somebody in front of you because the goal especially let, let me just a caveat I'm targeting service-based entrepreneurs, right? So if you're selling hardware, if you're selling, you know, softwares or commodities, something that's commoditized and price fixed, that's not who I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to people generally that sell themselves as the product, right? Or even if you're selling insurance, you, you still are the person that, that people are responding to. So if you're selling your services, it's really hard. I mean, there's so many people that come to me and say, what the heck is wrong? Like, I used to, I used to sell software and it was fine, but now I'm selling my coaching or my, my web design company and I can't sell a thing. See, what happens is, like, you could do great marketing and, and, and that's what you show people. Okay, we'll get people to the door. We'll get people to have that conversation, but in the moment... You, you, somebody says, how much does it cost to work with you? Or, oh, my God, that's kind of a lot of money. What do you do, right? Most people do not handle that very well. And so, so what I see people do wrong is, oh, can, I, can I have, like, two hours to tell people what to do? I'll tell you, my, here's my caveat on that whole thing. <laughs> I know that you have a coaching call coming soon, and you're going to have to go. If it was up to me, I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, yeah, that's so okay. Okay, I'll just, I'll just, that. I'll move the other coach and call. I'll just Skype him. So. No, but here's here's my point, Eli. Here's here's what usually happens because I think it's important to. I want people to self-identify. So because some people are going to say, "Oh yeah, I, I hate to sell," or some people are going to go, "Like wait, I don't even like to use that word," or some people are going to say, "Well, I do okay selling, but I could do better." Uh, but so let me just give a couple different mistakes about what happens because I think it's so important to understand this. There are people that 
when somebody calls, like I, I call and say, hey, Eli, how much does it cost to work with you? What do you sell for a strategy session for? Or what do you sell that three-month package for? Most people feel like, oh, i got to tell them that. I got it. You know, we're trained. We have to give an answer. Well, if you do that, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. So what I work with my students on is, I mean, if you're selling a $97 product or an ebook, obviously you're not going to have a conversation with every human that wants to buy. But if you're selling a higher priced product or program, like anything over a thousand bucks or two thousand, your goal is to get a person in front of you and then have a conversation. Now I know there are some great copywriters that can make conversion, you know, one of my coaches, uh, you know, she had this $2,500 coaching program, boom, she just converted from sales page. Most of us don't do copy that well, right? So most of us, the goal is how many people can you get in front of you? You have all kinds of strategies. That's the goal to get people saying, what would it take for me to work with you? Or I want to hear about your programs. That's the goal. But most of us don't do that right. Right. See, we get so either featurey, like here's what a lot of coaches do. Well, you could have three sessions a month for 45 minutes, or you could have four sessions a month for 30 minutes, or you could, or you could, and you know, by then the prospects had like, it's like rolling off, <laughs> or, or they just start going into payment plans and platforms they're going to use and all kinds of silliness, and so people are just going, uh, yeah, whatever. You know, like, nobody's going to sign up because of your processes or your your products or your features, and and so then people have these coaching conversations like these selling conversations where they're so uncomfortable and it's so awkward that they just blow it or they lower their rates or they barter or they, you know, like it's just, they don't know what to do if somebody says it's too expensive or they, there's so many things that are like massive mistakes that people make in the concept of let's have a selling conversation. And I teach my students like, really? Selling is just serving. You got to reframe it, and so I actually have a program called Serving Without Selling, right? And so that's the five steps. So do you want to say things, and then I'll just move into the five steps. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, with one of the things with with that, and you said a couple of really cool things because, like, literally just last night, I was I was talking to a coach. He's a productivity coach, and he's having problems. He's getting people that are intrigued, but not they're not converting at all, like mm-hmm. zero. And yeah. he's struggling with this. And, and that, that was exactly the same type of conversation I had with him. I'm like, you're you're going through your hourly rate. <laughs> And, and no, you don't do that. You don't go into mm-hmm. the hourly rate. The first thing you need to do is have a conversation to find, figure out what their needs are mm-hmm. and and then cater everything around that based on the results they're going to get first. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not an hourly rate. Right. I have people ask right. me that all the time. How much is your hourly rate? Well, it's not yeah. a matter of hourly rate. It's a, you know, what is it you need and let's mm-hmm. put something together and I'll give you a price based on that. Right. It's you know it's how can I serve you the best and I think that you did say something without um, you know selling is serving and that that phrase is very 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 powerful as well that a lot of times as as entrepreneurs especially new entrepreneurs we have this stipulation of being afraid of sales in general mm-hmm. absolutely and it, yeah and it's like we we don't feel like we're a good salesperson a lot of people say I'm terrible at sales you know they've got those negative sound bites going through their heads to begin with and what ends up happening with it is that you don't realize you're not thinking about it as you have a product you have a solution to somebody's problem and it doesn't matter whether it is service-based or product-based I mean I go I go to the local coffee shop and they're selling me a product it's a commodity it's a mocha 
But they're solving a problem that I have because mm-hmm. I am having massive caffeine withdrawals. <laughs> you know, so it's still the same thing. It's just a matter of looking at it of how yeah. are you solving somebody's problem. And once you do that, you take everything else out of the equation. Yeah, I used to have a really funky mindset. I, I always would. A lot of, Here's what a lot of people, and I, I don't know if women are worse at it than others, but um, the mindset a lot of people approach it with is I don't want to bother them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ask. I don't want to, I don't want to, I, you know, we, okay, I'll let's just say this word. We get kind of codependent because, like, let's say you're in front of me or let's call her Jane. Jane's in front of me, and I know that she's struggling with money and her daughter just went off to college. So if I was, you know, what a lot of coaches do or a lot of business owners do, they say, oh, God, I can't ask Jane to pay that much money because, look, she's, you know, she's got that kid in school and she's, her husband just lost her job. So what I'll do is I'll just accommodate because I would feel so guilty. See, we, I say, get your hand out of their pockets. Like, it's, that's not yours to do, but mm-hmm. that's where we go. We get, like, all mushy. If somebody puts an objection out, like, you know, well, that seems kind of expensive, instead of, I always say, well, actually it is. You're right. Yeah. And this is why. You know what I mean? Um I, when I get objections, I teach my students how to lean into them, how to honor them, and how to go, woohoo, this is a gift, you're still talking to me, and you're, let's try to work this together, as opposed to, oh no, they, they, they threw something out, and now I feel guilty, and I'm, I, I don't know how to do it. You know, like in my old me, I literally, I literally would go weak. I hear her do a coaching session, I'd be like, so powerful, kicking ass, like solving their problems, and I'd go, so do you, um, do you want to, um, maybe talk about uh, like us maybe coaching together is that okay you're like I would be like a silly weak mm-hmm. girl and then yeah. somebody said well no that's too much money I'd say oh I'm sorry okay well if you ever need call me again like I sucked at it you know and right. so again from my pain comes my solution so so I teach people how to be super powerful so let me just go through the steps because this you know there's so much meat here we could we could go on so right so steps one and five are about you and your being, because I think here's what I know, Eli. I could give you a script. Like I've 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 trained with some of the top sales trainers, right? And they're all like, "Oh, follow a script." That's cool and all, right? That's cool. And we're all smart people. We can read scripts. We know how the heck to read. But if you don't believe in yourself at a really core level, or if you have unconscious programming that is actually repelling money and success. No script in the world is going to save your ass, basically. You know what I mean? Right. And because yeah. if we could follow scripts, there would be one master script, everybody would read it, and we'd all make our sales. So you have to think, why doesn't a script work? It's because we've seen the same script over and over again, and now we're bored to death. I've seen that script. I know what you're talking about there. <laughs> yeah, that script. That one script. But my point is, it's really, you know, in the program I teach, my students always go, oh, my God. Thank you for showing me that who I'm being is more critical than what I'm saying or what I'm doing. So step number one to my formula is you must own your value. And what that looks like, see, most people get transactional. They just go, okay, I will sell you 10 sessions for $2,500 or I'll pay, you know, you'll pay $150 an hour or you work with me 90 days and it's X. And we just focus on the little bits of transactions. And then we get guilty, like, oh, my God, can I really charge them 200 bucks? Oh, can I really? Ugh. Like, okay. So that's where we're vulnerable to, yeah, but it costs so much money and, uh, you know, that little stupid mental thing we all do to ourselves. When you understand the value you provide at such a core level, and I, have, I actually have lots of worksheets that I go through with this with my students to get them to get, like, 
okay, and I'll just give you a couple tips on how to do this. What's the cost of not working with you? What's the cost of not? So let's say I'm going to charge you $5,000. Okay, yeah, that's an investment. But if you don't fix that problem, if you don't, you know, in my world, I would say, if you don't get your mindset cleared, if you don't understand your platform and your positioning and you can't message yourself and you don't know how to sell, what's that going to cost you? And Eli, I'll just, just use my own numbers. As long as I've been doing business since, like, 2006 as a coach, I figure I have lost at least a half a million dollars, maybe 400000 But nonetheless, I'm thinking, I actually added up the numbers of the day, and I was like, crap. <laughs> Wowza. Because I could not articulate my value. I didn't have the confidence to say, hey, I'm an expert, and heck, you should work with me. And I could not charge the rates, and I could not sign up. So I figured if I just lost one client a month at $5,000 over a period of X amount of years, that's mm-hmm. a boatload of money, right? And so yeah. so you have to say to yourself, I can own my value if I understand the cost of them not doing it. Now, the cost, you know, my number is $500,000. Maybe somebody else's number as well, they'll, they'll, you know, cost them $50,000, and you're only going to charge them five. And then you go to, now, what is what are they going to avoid if they do sign up with you? That's another question. What do they avoid if they do sign up with you? Sort of similar. So they're going to avoid, you know, in my case, I'll say you're going to avoid three more years of struggling and buying the wrong info products and wasting money on, you know, blueprints or schlocky marketers that aren't going to help you. You're going to avoid that. Right. You're going to avoid losing hope. And see to me, so those are just examples in my business, but those are two questions that's part of my formula. But the number one thing is you have to own your value because if you, this is the foundation. If you come to a, a selling call and you don't have that in your bones, number one, you're not going to be powerful. And really, we want our mentors powerful, right? Like you don't want to sign up with a mentor that, that could be like, well, I could maybe I think I could help you. Like you want a mentor that's like, hell yeah, of course, of course, of course I'll help you. We got this, right? Yeah. So if you don't have it in your bones, you're not going to be powerful. When you do have it in your bones, you can manage the selling conversation with such confidence where people, even if they don't buy, they're going to be so freaking impressed with you and so dazzled that it's maybe a no for now, but they're going to come back. Because they're like, God, that guy was awesome. Man, she was so cool. I really like what she had to say. It might not be able to make it work now, but you're going to be top of their mind because of how you handled that. So that's right. step one, own your yeah. value. And I, and I love that. And you said a couple of really good things there. And I, and I want to share like my own example of the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cost of not working with you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in that situation, I've been there before. I've had situations, um, on where I've actually, you know, made that decision of whether it was worth it to work with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I have a client that I'm actually working with right now that, um, she and I actually had a conversation just last week because she, she's hired other coaches before and she was, she was actually complaining on Facebook about mm-hmm. them. And she wasn't oh, mentioning God. any names. She wasn't mentioning any names, but she was basically overwhelmed by, yeah. by feeling like she had made bad decisions with these particular coaches and mm-hmm. and of course you know she's working with me at this time and so I'm like okay did I do something wrong so I actually reached out to her and she <laughs> goes no I was not talking about you in any way shape or form I, what her problem was was that they were they were basically um, 
they weren't giving her the the steps that she needed, the hand holding that she needed, and they what they were doing was actually basically belittling her for not completing things when mm, she didn't know how to complete her, right, them. Right, right, right. And she said, "You are exactly the opposite. When I have a yeah. problem, I I know that you have saved me easily six months of frustration by signing mm. up with you." And that's what I know is that's my value is that I know that I helped mm-hmm. shortcut her. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I just we just had a conversation before we're recording this call. She stuck with something, and I said, "Hey, go go download this program, check it out. It'll help you out." Boom, you know, and it, it's something right. that I could answer in a couple seconds. And now I just saved her hours worth of frustration on editing a video. I think, you know. So yeah, and actually, Eli, what you should do and you could do with her is monetize that. Okay, six months of not getting, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. and so that's a beautiful, like, such a great example because that's because most of us go, okay, well, I was going to charge her five thousand. It's, I get, yeah, I guess it's worth it. But when you just take one little variable, just that alone, just that one story, what's that worth to her? You know what I mean? So that though, if you just do my two questions here, you will really start to move into more of owning your value. So mm-hmm. that's step one. All right, cool. Okay, step two. Now, here's the shocking part is that nobody really buys your services. Drumroll, please. They don't buy your services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can say, what? What they do is they buy their dreams or they buy solutions to their problems. And so the mistake most people make is they, you know, phone rings, you pick it up, and somebody says, hi, it's Kim. I've seen you on Facebook. You look really awesome. How much do you charge? And you say it's $5,000, and Kim's like, Jesus, what? The coach down the street's only three thousand. Forget it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Huge mistake. So you remember, you don't sell your services. You don't lead with selling your services. So what I tell people is, in my formula, actually, you making your offer isn't till step number four. So the first thing you do is remember you own your value, so you're all cocked and ready and confident and understand, and then. Here's what I say to my students is you make sure you schedule time. I'm a stickler. I'm like, get your prices off your websites. You know, like, like people should not just buy you based on price. They should have a conversation. So everything I do with my students and my own business is designed to get people in front of me having a conversation. Let's talk about what it would be like to work together. Okay. What I do is if we would work together, what would you like to see? Now, most people say, I want to grow my business or I want to, you know, get a website. And then you don't go, okay, that's (laughs) $5,000 because people are going to still have sticker shock. They're going to be like, what? So I say, okay, and if you could grow your business, what else would you like? And most people are very global. You want specific. So what does that mean to grow your business? Oh, I want more clients. Okay, how many more clients? Five. Okay, and what do you charge? Well, I charge $2,000 a month. Okay, so five clients, that would be an additional 10000 Okay, and then what, what could you do with that money? And then what? 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 I'm like, I'm like the little toddler. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what? And the reason I do that, Eli, is because two things. First of all, people have stopped dreaming. People kind of get in survival a little bit, and they're like, well, I just want to get by. Just it, it's, it's enough. And if you do this conversation right, to me it's kind of a cool conversation because people are like, oh, wow, yeah, I really could have that. Like you, you, you begin to paint the picture for them. What I want by now is they're starting to salivate at what's possible because they might have given up on that or they might have had no idea. And the reality is what we know is it's never about the money. So if somebody comes and says, I want a website, well, why do you want a website? Nobody wants a website. Why do you want a website? Well, to get more visitors. Well, why do you want more visitors? 
What could you do with that? And then, and then you always want to monetize it. How much money do you want? What would you do with the money? Because it's never about just the money. You know, it's not the green stuff. It's the freedom or it's the stuff that the green stuff can buy us. Okay, so you want $10,000 a month. And if you have that, and then what? Well, then I could spend more time with my kids. Okay, cool. And how would that be? Do you see how I, I layer this so much? So somebody that comes and says, I want you to help me grow my business, 15 minutes later, they've told me what they love, what they desire, where they want to go on vacation, how it's going to serve the city. I mean, very different than, I just want to grow my business. Right. Got that? You're, yeah, you're getting a lot more deep into the conversation yes. and, and really finding out what is actually important to them because that surface level just doesn't, isn't going to give that to you. Exactly. Because what I say is people don't buy your services, they buy their dream. They buy their dream, right? So that, so step number two is you find out what the dream is. Now, most people don't come armed with this. You have to coach it out of them. So I tell people in the beginning, here's how I set up a call, and I'm giving you my secrets, so that's okay, though. I set up a call by saying, you know, we're going we're gonna to spend 30 to 45 minutes together, and I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. I'm a really big-picture person, and I want to know a whole bunch about you and your business. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, and then what else I'm going to do is, you know, there, there might be times when I have to interrupt you a little bit just because I want to stay on track, and I, I really need to get a lot of this information. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. And then at the end, if we both agree, then we're going to, then I will share with you how we can work together. Does that sound okay? Yes. Okay. And if at any point you decide that this is not something you want to do, are you okay to tell me that? Like, would you just tell me? Because I don't want to, I don't want you to feel weird. Like, if it's a no, it's totally cool. I just don't want any weird energy. So are you all right to say that? When you say that at the beginning of the call, people go, oh, God, thank you so much. It's like they can relax. So that's just one little, so I'm giving you some tips in this call about how to structure the call. So I already tell them, I'm basically, I've said basically, I'm guiding this puppy. Like you're not going to just start chatting and wandering. I'm going to guide it, and I'm going to get us to where we're going to go. And you get their agreement. Okay, step three. Now you have their dream. You understand like what they totally would love, love, love. And then you say, and you reflect it back. So you want to do this, and you want to grow your business, and you want to bring $10,000 a month in, which would allow you, la, la, la. And then I say, so tell me what would prevent that from working. Step three is where you find the pain or you find where the gaps are. Now, this is where you're going to take really good notes because this is where your solutions are going to be you know, brought in. So you get them to tell you. So well, we'll just again, this makeup, makeup, made up person. Well, you know, I don't know how to get clients. Okay, so so you're having trouble marketing, right? What do you think that's cost you? You always again, most people forget to monetize, and I'm like a big believer. The more you can tie a dollar amount to it, because later on they're going to have to justify it, right? So you say, what do you think it's cost you to not be able to do whatever? So what, what do you think it's cost you to not have good marketing in place? What do you think it's cost to not have a website that really reflects you or not have a message that whatever it is for you, what's that cost you? Let's say you're a weight loss coach because you're thinking, well, yeah, but that's a business. But you can absolutely in this. What do you think it's cost you to do the yo-yo dieting? What do you think it's cost you to, you know, cause, and you could start to say, have you, um, had to see extra doctors? Have you had to buy bigger clothes? Have you um, signed up for weight? I mean, anything you do, you can monetize. Right. And well, and you the, can also, with that one, you know, in an example like that, you monetize it from, you know, a financial standpoint, but you can also monetize it, 
monetize it on emotional costs. Well, well, that's what I was going to say. That, that, that was my next point. There's yeah. the tangible, that, like the, you know, it cost me X. And then I say, but then there's also the intangible. Okay, so so you haven't been able to grow your business and you've struggled and you hired, you know, this coach and you bought this blueprint and you still can't figure it out. What's happened to you in terms of your confidence? or your belief in yourself, or your ability to go out and really powerfully market. And they'll say, oh, you know, I, I, I just sit around, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. So then you monetize that. And this is the point, Eli, i got to say, some people are very uncomfortable here. Some people feel, in the selling part of the conversation, they feel um, predatory. And I've actually had people say, well, wait, why would you make them feel worse about themselves? Why would you spend time pointing out basically, you know, where they're failing? And here's my response to that. The way I hold a selling conversation or an enrolling conversation is that it is sacred. And I have a complete commitment to myself. Whether you sign up or not, you will have a breakthrough. I'm committed to you having a breakthrough. That's my first level of commitment. And so to me, I love that I can perhaps shine a light on something that they don't know is either not working or working, or I can help them what I call pierce the veil of denial. Because how many of us, and I think women are, are a little more guilty than this, how many of us are just tolerating crap? We're tolerating, you know, too much work, not enough money. We just tolerate, oh, it's not so bad, it's not so bad. And if somebody shines a light and says, it doesn't have to be that way, and, and let's kind of look at this. Like, really? You know, you just lost, you told me you just lost $50,000 why would you keep doing that? Now, that's not predatory in my world. It's really more like, let me show you something that you're trying to avoid because that way if you know, if you have awareness, you have choice. So this is where a little piece of the mindset I do, you know, in my programs, I I, I sometimes have to work with people around this one because they get like, I feel bad. I would feel guilty if if I asked those questions and they started feeling bad. And like, but pain is the thing that, motivates the people to change. <laughs> you got like, you gotta you gotta bring the pain up, right? So Yeah, and I and I can totally agree with that. And that's one thing that, that we do tend to get yeah. too soft in general. And I, I think yeah. that happens um I, I do agree with you it happens a little bit more on women. Mm-hmm. Um but it happens with men as well. We tend we've gotten into that whole let's not hurt anybody's feelings yeah, mindset which unfortunately doesn't help us it doesn't put us in that in that right spot to to be able to help people the best they can because if we're not figuring out what is really wrong we can't help them the best of our abilities mm-hmm. absolutely yeah right yeah and to me it's not it's not rude it's not it's not being mean you know you're not trying again you always look at the intention my intention you know if you're sitting here going something's not working in my business and i can go Ooh, look at look at this part of you over here. Look at you know you're not delegating here, and look at that to me is a gift. That's being of service. That's not being a meanie, you know. So so yeah. that's so what we do is we find the dream, and then we decide all we show them, and we kind of we come up with what are the reasons it's not going to work, and what's the cost. And so here's and I'll just give you some words. I'm, I want to be as I want people to listen to this and go, oh, good, cool. She's giving me tips. She's just not telling me what I'm supposed to do. I'm giving you tips. So here's how I weave this in, right? So now step four is you're going to roll out your offer, and here's how I do it. I say, okay, so I want you to kind of go on this journey with me. So imagine that six months goes by and nothing changes. And you've already told me, and now I, now I pull up their pain, that, that this isn't working, this isn't working, this, this, this. And it's, you figured it's cost you already $50,000, and this is so, so I reflect back 
So imagine six months. So, you know, it's February. Now we're looking at August, September, and nothing changes. You don't take me up on this offer. You don't get help. What's that going to be like? How are you going to feel? And usually at this point they're like, oh, God, I can't, I can't to keep doing that because right. now they're out of denial. Now they're going to have one of those, oh, crap moments. Oh, my God, I can't keep doing that. And then you say, okay. And now this is where, you know, poke the pain a little bit. Like, you know, you already told me it costs you $50,000. Six more months go by. How much more money will you lose? You know, so I just would walk them on, let's go. If you don't do anything, what's going to happen? What are, well, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So what's going to be like? And I really walk them down that journey. Then I say, okay, so let's, let's have a different picture now. You and I work together. And this is where I start weaving in my solution. So I say, okay, so, and I sell in chunks. That's, that's one of my phrases, sell in chunks. I say, so imagine six months, now, now it's a different game. So this is picture number two. You sign up for coaching with me. And you and I, and I'm just going to make this up, right? So, mm-hmm. so you and I start working on your mindset so you absolutely know you are worth every penny and you can, can you raise your rates. How would that be? Would you like that? Yes. Okay. And then imagine that you and I work and we, we take your messaging because it's a little bit fuzzy right now and you're not really sure what you're selling, and we land it so you feel so good and you have your platform in place so you know where you're different and how to talk about it. Would you like that? I've not even set a price yet. I've not told them about a program. I'm just selling the little chunks that what that I do. Imagine having access to a coach, pretty much any any email you want, like I'm here for you, I help you with writing your copy. How would that be? So I'm stepping them into, you know, like do you like that? Do you like that? How would that be? How would you like that? How would you like that? Okay. See, that's what I call selling in chunks. I don't just go, okay, you don't want to have this? There, it's $5,000. I sell them into the vision of what's possible with me in the picture now or my services in the picture now. And right. then and I it say, is so, it's such a great way to do it, too, because now it, with the fact that you bring it into that, those smaller pieces makes yeah. it much easier for somebody to digest as well. Yeah, absolutely. And they're like, oh, my God. And then, then again, I'm not even set a price. Don't even say price this. I'll say, okay, so I know at some point we're going to talk about price, but at this point, how does this sound to you? And they're like salivating. They're like, oh, my God, it sounds so good. Okay, so, so without saying the price, are you interested in knowing, you know, knowing more? And they're, and they're like, now they're like begging, like, yes, 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 yes. So that's when you roll, that's how I roll out the offer. Then I roll out the offer. Now, here's what I do, Eli, in my program, my Servant Without Selling program. I know this is where people get a little wonky. I know that people are like, what should I say? What should I offer? A lot of people don't know how to make an offer. They don't know how to package an offer. They don't know how to price an offer. And then if they did get the right pricing, they're too insecure to really actually manage rolling that out. <laughs> and this is where I think I referenced they're a little codependent. They get a little goofy, you know. So um, I use a lot of tools. You know, I, I teach, you know, okay, let's package. Let's figure out what your offers are. I teach, like, the inner package. I'm sorry, the inner offer and the outer offer. Like, the inner offer is how you can be really strong and powerful and how to calm yourself down. And the outer offer is, what the heck are you offering? Let's figure out the pra- packages and the pricing because a lot of people don't know how to do that. Then, the, then you roll the offer out, and then step five is you take a stand for them. What I mean by that is you rarely, it's pretty rare, sometimes we 
you say a price and people are like, cool, how do I pay? <laughs> Usually, or very often also, people say, ooh, that seems a little expensive. Or, wow, I didn't realize it would cost that much. Or, um, do you have anything smaller? Or, I don't know that, it, I don't know if I can afford it. Whatever the objection is, most people don't know how to handle objections. And so, I think I told in the beginning, steps one and five are how you're being. So step five is really you take a stand for them. And what that means is when you hit an objection, you don't run screaming, you don't get pissed off, you don't, you know, like get, get the hairs on your back and ready to fight. You just go, okay, I, I know, like I'll give you a perfect example. Just earlier today, I had a call and I quoted a price to a woman and she said, oof, I can't do that right now. And I said, okay. I said, so it's this much money and how would it be, you know, you have to basically say, in four more months, do you think you're going to be able to raise that much money by your own, by yourself, or not? And I know she won't. You know what I mean? And so then, again, I have to be respectful because she was dealing with a situation where her husband doesn't have a job right now. So, she, so I said, okay, when the husband gets a job, I said, and you know what? I want to just tell you this. I am taking a stand for you. I am choosing you. I would love to work with you. you you're a person that I, that I know we can do great work together. And I know that if you don't do the work, you're not going to get as good of results. Instead of, you said, no, okay, never mind, call me whenever you're ready. Like, like that's so important. And that's the piece, Eli, that really takes some mastery, that an emotional, like, steadiness, like how to understand when people say no, how to be with that. And that's kind of where a lot of my mindset and my, my brilliance comes in to show people how to be powerful there and how to no- navigate around. And I, and, I mean, I could talk another hour on just how to handle objections, but... That's the, that's the five-step formula. So that's what I will uh, I'll leave you with that. Very cool. And it is, that is a good system. I've gone through it. I mean, I've gone through, through your program, and it's, it's yeah. pretty it's, – it's been amazing for me. I mean, it was a huge help. And I've been doing sales. I've been in business for 18 years. So, you know, it's, it's always something you can you get new stuff out of it and see, get that different mindset because, I mean, let's face it, the, the old-school style of, of how to close – isn't isn't it's not effective anymore and the one thing i love about the way you're doing it and this is something that i teach all the time is that you remember that people are going to buy when they're ready to buy all you have to do is help them make an an intelligent decision that's going to help be a benefit to them and at that standpoint if they're not ready yet as long as you're the person that was there to help them when they are ready they will make that buying decision Mm -hmm. And that's the great thing about this because none of this is high pressure. It's all yeah, simple yeah, of just, yeah. you know, getting to know them, finding out what their needs really are first because that's a key point that gets missed most of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then saying, you know, here's what it is. Here's how I can help you. Here's what, you know, here's what this will look like. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's the, this is how much. And if they say it's more than I can afford, you say, okay. I'm here to help you. Let's, you know, what can we do with this? You know, it's right, just, it's right. not pushy in any way, shape, or form. Right. I love that. Mm, thank Very you. Very cool. Yeah. So cool. And I know you, you have another call coming up. So I know we got to get, we get wrapped up here. This has been some awesome stuff. And I, and I'm going to tell everybody, every one of you listening to this, I have been through her, Teresa's program. She's helped me in a ton of different ways. This stuff works. It really does. And I wanted to have her on the show sooner and our schedules just keep getting crazy. We Mm -hmm. finally got it locked in and she's shared with you a ton of amazing stuff. I hope you took notes. If you didn't, go back and take the notes again. 
And you've got um, you got some stuff that we wanted you wanted to share with everybody as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, what should I drive them to? What should I show tell people? So. Um, Let's see. Well, I have my Serving Without Selling program, and actually since you've been in it, I've even expanded it. It's now six months. It's either just the digital version or mm-hmm. it's a six-month version. So it's a, okay. it's a much bigger bigger program. Um, uh, so that's just Serving Without Selling. And if you just say, you know, I heard you on Eli's um, call, I will uh, – I will. I will. I'll take special care of you. <laughs> awesome. And we, but, you had your your serving without selling ebook too. I do. Good. Yes. 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 And this is a freebie. This is a freebie. Okay. And I want you to download this because you know we just rushed through the five steps. But what I want is for you to the, the ebook is really it's actually a workbook. So how do you own your value? How do you how do you call it their dreams? It really goes through. So it's drivingyourmarketing.com forward slash SWS ebook. SWS Serving Without Selling ebook, and it's about gosh, it's like I'm just rewriting it, so it's probably going to be like 85 pages ebook workbook, and there's also an hour long audio that comes with it called The Secrets to Guilt Free Selling. So it's really it's a pretty big. It, I should probably be charging for it, but I'm giving it away because um, it's really good information. So drivingyourmarketing.com forward slash SWS book. All right, and we will put that on the show notes as well for this episode. So um, all you have to do is go to drivingyourmarketing.com, do a quick search for Therese, and she will come up on the list. You'll be able to get right to this episode, and the link will be right there for you as well. And we'll have links to her main website, all the other cool places that you can find her as well. And Therese, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure. I mean, anytime I get a chance to actually chat with you is always good for Thanks, me. Darling. I have fun Thanks. with it. Yeah, this is great. You are one of my favorite people in the world. Mm, thank you. Bless you. This one's great. Like, thank you so much for hosting me. Well, thank you. And for everybody listening, get out there. Have an amazing rock star week. Do me a favor. If you get a chance to, just go over to iTunes and leave a review about this. What did you think about the show? We love to hear that stuff. That does mean the world to me because the more, more reviews we have, the higher up things go on iTunes, meaning that we can help more people. So it really means a lot to me. I appreciate that. With that, we're going to wrap everything up. Get again, get out there, have an amazing rock star week, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Hey there, this is Eli again, and I got a question for you. Do you have a roadmap for marketing your business? If you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going, then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that I created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy. Again, that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com. Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.